Welcome to Cha-Cha Heels. I'm your host, Pete Zayas. And that's the last time I'm going to say that. Because Cha-Cha Heels is no longer. I'm changing the name from Cha-Cha Heels to Total Trash Live. My Instagram live show will also be a podcast. The podcast will be recorded live every other Monday on my Instagram at Pete Zayas in front of an Instagram live audience. She's transitioning. We'll have all the same fun stuff as Chacha Heels, help her, blah, 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 blah. But now we're Total Trash Live. And we're live. Who is she? She's Chacha Heels. She's Total Trash Live. She's Chacha Heels. She's Total Trash Live. Find me on my Instagram at Pete Zayas. And you can watch reruns of the video on my YouTube channel, The Pete Zayas Show. So wherever you get the Chacha Heels podcast on whatever platform... It'll now be called Tell Trash Live with Pete Zayas. So you'll so if you see different graphics and different name, you you will have to ask who is she, because now you know she's she, she's her, she's Cha Cha Hill, she's Tell Trash Live. Take a listen. It's always pride. Come on in, honey. It's pride here. It's always pride. Are you guys ready for some tabloid trash? And update on my missing husband. My missing gay pride husband. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Total Trash Live. This is the show where I'm going to give you all the tabloid dish and Hollywood trash. We've got some wonderful tablets for you guys tonight. It's going to be real trashy. Yes, honey. And all of my viewers out here, you are known as my trashies. Total Trash Live fans and loved ones. Hi, trashies. Is it Pride again? I'm exhausted from Pride. And you know, my um, husband, Reinhold, went missing at World Pride in 2019. Whenever you say Pride, you have to go, woo! And um, there's been an update. On my missing husband, Reinhold, who was last seen wearing a rainbow midriff shirt and short, short sequin shorts. There's an update, and we'll get to that at the very end of the show, so you have to stay tuned. Hey, girls. Hey, my trashies. Woo! Every time I say pride on this show, everybody has to scream, including me. And as you know, this show is always sponsored by Ashton Drake, the oh-so-real dolls. Well, tonight's not an Ashton Drake doll, but some it's from, this doll is from <laughs> another dimension. Honey, are you ready? This is a pride doll. Her name's Pumpkin. Isn't this adorable? I'm just showing you my belly button. Look at those pigtails. Her name's Little Pumpkin. She must be a rapper. I used to throw lips to the dick. Now I, now I handle myself like a real bitch. That's Lil' Kim's line. How the hunter. Little Pumpkin, the first baby doll rapper. My arms are looking muscular. Thank you, my trashies. I've been lifting weights. Oh, I've mostly been lifting Lumina. She's heavy, honey. She's all head. Who's changing that diaper? That's the question. Taylor Swift fans, you know, wear diapers. This is the perfect gift for a Taylor Swift fan. I hope they bring it to the Air Arts tour. 
And it says, so incredibly sweet, you want to sweep her in your arms. Oh, please. Not during Pride. Woo! Um, so I went to the Janet Jackson concert. It was at the Hollywood Bowl. Honey, it was fun. There was fireworks. Sold out. Wonderful time. That was my seventh time seeing Miss Jackson. Oh, one of my trashies has just said, um, hi, yeah, you've been lifting home from the free clinic. Oh, I always take a lift. And I have a, and I have a story about an Uber driver. So I'll tell you about that in a second. But Miss Jackson was my seventh time seeing her, honey. She was wonderful. You know, Madonna's my number one diva, and Janet Jackson's my number two diva. Number three is Mariah Carey. And you know, Mariah Carey was at Pride. Well, I heard that she was, uh, honey, woo! I heard she was askew that she was um, lip syncing and moving the mouth away from the microphone. But honey, who cares? That's Mimi. That's Mimi at Pride. Woo! And also, she kept doing, um, Mariah kept doing, Costume changes. It's only an hour show. It's not like a concert. You're just just, just making a lift, a, a pride appearance. Woo! Anyway, I saw Janet, honey. Janet was making out with one of her dancers, and they were feeling up on her cooch, on her cooch, honey. And who is this mystery? Who is the mystery dancer that's feeling up on Miss Nasty Jackson's cooch? Who is she? Who is she? Well, honey, I know. Janet, I was like, I was like, how does she rehearse making out with this dancer? And why him? Well, it turns out, honey, she, he must be the only heterosexual dancer on the tour because she's dating her dancer. Because I saw in her Instagram live afterwards, she had a little party and Angela Bassett was there. Angela Bassett did the thing. And she was holding hands with him. And here he is, honey. I found him on Instagram. His name is... Dario Boatner. It's very Janet's type. She likes him swirly. And, and who doesn't? Especially at Pride. Woo! That's Miss Jackson's new boyfriend. The, all these divas date younger men. My trash just said, Pride Chicago is next weekend and it's going to be fire. Woo! Well, I hope you're doing that, honey, while you're getting oral. Woo! And then tell them uh, you're Miss Jackson if you're nasty. And make sure everyone out there got their monkeypox vaccine, even though my doctor wouldn't give me a monkeypox vaccine or um, Ozempic. But the good news is I got my monkeypox vaccine. And I had to take a Spirit Airline from L.A. to Orlando, Florida, and that's worse than monkeypox. So we're all survivors. Happy Pride. Yes, and her new boyfriend's a baby. Just like a little pumpkin. All the divas date younger, they always date their dancer boyfriends. Because they can't meet anybody. Madonna, um, Mariah, J-Lo. They all date their younger dancers. <gasps> I want a backup dancer. I need to make a song. And then I could, I could perform at Pride. Woo, and I can have a, an affair with a backup dancer. <sighs> I used to do go-go dancing in New York for uh, swinger parties. It was mostly uh, lesbian women. But they could bring men. Men can only come if they bring two women. Anyway, there were go-go dancers and um, female go-go dancers, and I was one of the dancers. And sometimes I would sleep with the other, one of the other dancers. Ah, oh, pride. Woo. Oh, my, 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 my husband, my missing husband. My missing husband and my daughter's missing foot. Happy pride. Woo. So yeah, I had fun at the concert. Speaking of uh, my, one of my trashies just mentioned Uber, Lyft. 
Honey, I took an Uber yesterday to the Echo Park Lake to go round and round in circles. Because all you do in Los Angeles is walk around and round in circles. Or you go drive around and round in circles because you're looking for parking. And this woman picked me up and I got in the car and she was calling me as soon as she got here before I walked out the door. And then and I went, hello, and it was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. and then she just, honey, it was completely askew. Who was this Uber driver? Why was she a mess? Well, I'll tell you who she is. I got in the car and I couldn't get the seatbelt to work. So I was like, excuse me, this, I'm like, I can't get the seatbelt to work. And honey, she got so nervous and scared and she stopped the car. She stopped the car and pulled over and then she fixed my um, seatbelt and then she saw my rings. She's like, oh, wonderful rings, darling. And I was like, what is this accent? This is not even a real accent. This is just like, she's just sort of acting. Because honey, everyone in Hollywood's acting or they're trying to act. And the real mystery is, where's the talent? <laughs> She goes, oh, I make jewelry. And then she proceeds, while she's driving the car, to hand me a jewelry case, a glass jewelry case. I make jewelry. Just, you'll love it. You have great taste with these. And there's all these, like, crystals. She's like, and the crystals mean different things. Red means um, sex. And uh, purple means fame and fortune. Green means money. And, of course, I went for the green, honey. I went for the green. Because she wants that money. I want that money, honey, for pride. Woo! And... So we're driving in the car, and she's just going through stop signs. She's driving so askew, and the jewelry box is like going like this. I'm like, oh, my God, the jewelry's going to fall out. She's like, it's just $30. And I kind of just look down at it, and I'm getting car sick, because I have to look straight ahead, or I'll get, I'll, I'll get nauseous. I'll get unhinged. I'll get askew. And we finally get to Echo Park Lake. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I don't have any money. It's okay, darling. Uh, maybe I'll pick you up some other time. I'm always driving around this neighborhood. Um, just give me five stars. <laughs> Honey, if you can't buy jewelry from an Uber driver, just give her five stars. Honey, unhinged, askew. Ugh, now, we're going to get to these tabloids later on in the show, but one of the tabloids is has a, a cover on it. I don't even think I can show it to you. It is so unhinged. One of the tabloid covers is really, like, disturbing. I can't believe the tabloid would make a cover with this. I'm going to show it to you. But it's unhinged, and that's later on in the show. Look forward to that. As you guys say that um, Megan and Harry got dropped, they left their, their Spotify podcast. Spotify guy called them, the guy that owns Spotify podcast, called them grifters. <gasps> Honey, what are they grifting? The royal family? Titles. They took the titles and ran, honey. Anyway, now they're saying Megan and Harry, they say uh, Megan's going to be um, the new uh, face of Dior. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Like, those two are real boring to me. Okay, you'd rather be the face of Dior and not wear a, a crown on your head? <laughs> I don't get it, honey. I don't get it. I really don't. I get my daughter's foot that's missing, but I don't get Megan and Harry. Okay, I don't get it. Also, there's so many good movies coming out. I saw um, Black The Blackening this weekend, and I went to my favorite movie theater, Look Cinema. Have you guys been to Look? Oh, honey. You haven't been to Look? You've got to go to Look Cinema. I've been going there since it opened, and it's always been unhinged. There's always something askew that happens to Look, and I like it. First of all, this time I went, we ordered um, vegetarian pizzas. I should be the new face of Dior. Thank you, my trashy. Yes, me, my friend, and my fellow trashy uh, fan, Tim went to look cinema and we ordered pizzas and they came halfway through the movie and they weren't even cooked. So we ate dough. Well, 
look here, honey. I'll tell you about the other times I went to look. First time I went to look, um, I went to see a Michael B. Jordan film, and I was waiting and waiting for the waitress to come. This is before you had to use QR codes. You had to get the waitress pre-pandemic, pre-pandemic, pre-pride. Woo! And honey, I came out to look for the waitress, and she was going through the garbage. <laughs> honey, she was going through the garbage, and I said, oh, I'm just waiting for my waitress. She says, oh, I'll be there in a minute. And she's just like looking through, she's like, was looking for something. She was like reading receipts. She must have threw away some sort of receipt. Honey, she needed the receipts. I was like, I finally like got up and left, and I went to one of the people working at Look. I said, "Hey, um, I need my money back." He's like, "What's going on?" I said, "It's a, it's, it's a skew." I said, "Upstairs is a skew," and that's the first time I used the word a skew. Thanks to Look, how do you know it's a skew? They have bright green neon lights. It's a skew. It's unhinged, and there's like a ton of people that work there, a ton of kids, like a bunch of young model-looking boys. Tons of tons of staff, yet nobody's working. You go in the bathroom, honey, the bathroom's a wreck. Oh, I love Look. Go to Look Cinema. You'll never be bored. There's always a, something askew happening at Look. Look was askew, right? Naomi, you know, right? Honey, I love to go there. Another time I went there and I couldn't buy the tickets ahead of time, so I just I figured, well, I'll just buy them when I get there. I get to the box office. There was nobody working the box office. <laughs> Because it's look, honey. And so I finally waited around for someone to come. And she didn't know how to, um, she didn't know how I could order tickets in person. Then she asked me if I had cash. Cash? Honey, you might as well ask me if I have a fax machine. I don't have cash. Ooh, shame. Look, should try and change their name to a skew. Thank you. It's always wild there. That's right, Tim. But I love it. That's the only movie theater I'll go to. Because, you know, no matter what, the, the seats, go, your legs go completely up and your um, back goes completely back, like a Craftmatic adjustable bed. Oh, honey, it's very, very relaxing. Oh, but anyway, we're going to get to my missing husband. We're going to get to these tabloids. Um, we're also going to get to something that I saw at Echo Park Lake. Now, you know I am a professional Hollywood detective. Professional. When I went for my walk after that un- insane, unhinged Uber driver, the jewelry maker with the fake accent dropped me off, well, I was already at that park the night before walking around in circles. And I saw this guy kind of looking at me and I kind of saw, you know, it was, it was dark. But they have like this, um, they have like these boat swans that are lit up. So it's, it's safe. And I was back the next day, it was, wasn't dark yet. And that same guy was walking around wearing a, like a very similar outfit, like a brown leather jacket. And he was walking past me, and then he turned around, and I could tell he was following me. And he was getting really close to me. And I was getting scared, honey. And so I took out my phone and acted like I was going to take a selfie so I could see behind me. And then I, like, went off to the side, and he, like, kept walking. Then I walked past him down further, and he's talking to some blonde woman. And then um, I kind of hold back, and she's, like, walks away. I don't know what they were, if he was just trying to pick her up because he's a heterosexual. Or if something... Something didn't seem right. So then I keep walking a little bit further. Then I see a blonde woman with a, a dog coming. And then he kind of stops where he's walking because he wants to wait for her to walk by. Well, I think I think something's going on. And you know, I'm a blonde woman too. I mean, he was probably after me. <laughs> he might have wanted to kidnap me with a hard pee like a Halle Berry movie. He just didn't seem like he belonged. Like I'd never seen him at that lake. Honey, I'm walking around that lake every day. And I saw him twice in a row. Well, I'm also there, too. Am I up to something? Am am I trying to kidnap somebody? 
He was wearing a brown leather coat, which I thought was unusual because usually, you know, people don't wear leather in, in California. But then it was cold out, and Californians always get very chilly. I don't know. If, I'm just saying, if somebody goes missing near the Echo Park Lake, I, I called it. Kidnap with a hard P. I mean, I can't do anything about it, but I saw it. Should you guys see that Kimora Lee Simmons and Russell Simmons are at it on Instagram? Honey, Kimora Lee Simmons went live. Thank you. And she said that um, um, Russell Simmons harasses her and um, he won't give money to his children. Honey, and she kept saying she'll come with the receipts. She's like, I love receipts. I love receipts too, honey. I hope she has the receipts. I want to see some receipts, honey. I need to bring you guys some receipts from that Uber driver and the Echo Park Lake mystery. The unsolved mystery. You have these glasses too. Very Madonna Wee directing days. That's right, trashy. That's why I love these. I do feel like a director with this hat on my head. Did you like the movie Wee that Madonna directed? Oh, honey. So let's get to these tabloids. First of all, <laughs> I have to show you the cover of this one, and I don't know if I can. It's really bad, you guys. I also brought out some vintage tabloids because some of this, there was there weren't some great stories in some of these, but. I'm going to show you this, this cover, okay? I wasn't expecting a, a wee reference today either, my trashy. But, you know, Madonna directing. I don't think she was a horrible director, but she also co-wrote that movie, Wee. And honey, she shouldn't be write, co-writing anything. I mean, I, except a song, but not a film. Not even, a, not even a, a children's book. Remember when Madonna was making those children's books? I blame Guy Ritchie for that. That was, I mean, that was unhinged. You know, are you guys ready to see this cover? <laughs> Don't be mad at me when I show you the cover of this tabloid. I didn't create this tabloid cover. I don't know if I, sh I, don't know if I can show you this. I think I should just unplug the phone and we're not going to do tabloids today. I, mean, I don't know if I can show you this cover. It's really bad, you guys. I don't know if I can show you this cover. I'm going to show you this cover. But I don't know if I should show you this cover. It's not good. It's unhinged. Honey, if you think Look Cinema's unhinged, if you thought my Uber jewelry driver is unhinged, if you think there's a, a murder mystery, a, kid, a kidnapping at Echo Park is unhinged, wait till you see this cover. Are you ready? Look what they did. Also, what kind of a trash person buys this? Celebrity time bombs on the brink. Who'll die next? First of all... First of all, I don't even think any of these are true. I could come up with better celebrity deaths than this. And just like that. I don't even think these are that accurate. Uh, I mean, but isn't this just awful? What a summertime read. How awful. Why would somebody do this? Why would somebody read this? Oh, only somebody that could almost be kidnapped at Echo Park or have a horrible Uber driver would read this. Oh, I can't. I mean, Benefer's $600 million divorce deal. Just do it. Joe protects Doe as Doomsday looms. Honey, Doomsday is here. Oh, honey, jittery Jennifer Lopez is scrambling to protect her hefty bottom line. Her booty with an ironclad po po post-nuptial agreement. She's hiding out hope they can fix things. But she's also preparing for the worst. Honey, this is the worst. Benefer coming back is the worst. Look at him. Ugh. Oh my God, why are you fighting with me, Benefa? Tense Grammy moments. They were so loved up, they were just thinking, they weren't thinking straight. What's he got to do with it? What's Matt got to do, got to do with it? They were so loved up, they, were, they, were, they weren't just, 
they weren't thinking straight and just went all in. But now she realized that was a mistake. Ben jumps one space. And Serenity, he's so burnt out with the bickering and will sign whatever's put in front of him. And he's willing to do anything to get the bossy witch off his back. Oh, honey, she, well, because she won't stop working. He's all, she's also in his new movie that he's directing. You're going to put me in a movie. We're going to win an Academy Award. You're going to direct it. Let's go. Girl, you knocked me out. Thank you, Trashy. The movie Marry Me was horrible, and I watched it. Marry me! The Kardashian Curse. Kylie manhandles doomed Chalamet. Now she's going after Chalamet? Dashing don't look up star Timothy Chalamet. Pals, I mean, what a sentence. Are telling him to run, don't walk away from Kylie Jenner. Every guy who dates or marries one of the Kardashian Jenners winds up on the scrap heap, wondering what happened to their reputation and career. Timothy has a bright future. Getting involved with Kyle, Kylie can lead to everything going up in flames. Oh my God, every one of those guys left the relationship with a Kar Jenner worse off than when they arrived. And Chris and Tristan are both out of the NBA and, jeer, and jeered every time they walk into an arena. The last thing he needs is to become the latest punchline in a joke about the Kardashian rejects. Oh, they should, they should make a movie. What's that movie? Touch Me in the Summer? Touch My Kardashian? Touch My Peach? They need to make a movie together. Army Hammer can eat them. Remember Army Hammer? Remember, remember her? She ate people when she wanted to. Oh, well. I'm not going through this celebrity death pool. I'm not going through this. It's not even that good of an article. I don't like it. It upsets me. Let's get to some of this. Joe Biden's health crisis revealed. Joe Biden's health crisis. What's his health crisis, honey? She's clumsy. She just does pratfalls. She's fun. Experts fear alien invasion. Don't worry about it, girl. Worry about all, that there is always a pride every weekend and I'm exhausted. Woo! Shocking sighting at UFOs flying on the dark side of the moon has triggered claims space invaders are secretly colonizing the satellite. And the government is keeping it secret. Oh, it's no secret. Honey, I don't care about that. I already know the truth to that story. <gasps> Somebody stole the Ruby slippers. Ruby slippers t- cold case turns red hot. Dude busts in 18-year-old museum heist. Judy Garland's Wizard of Oz footwear was recovered. <gasps> Who stole it? Look at this queen. Michael Shaw stole these shoes. First of all, they will look much better on me. Happy Pride. Woo! Secret screen legend, screen legend Judy Garland must be clicking her heels with joy. Yeah, well, she's also passed away. After Minnesota man was indicted for swiping the ruby red slipper she wore while skipping along the yellow brick road in the Wizard of Oz. Insured for $1 million, the ruby slippers are actually estimated to be worth three point five. Ugh. The shoes, one of four pairs. Well, she only had two feet. Finally, in 2017, a man notified the insurance company where he knew, he knew where to find them. A year later, the slippers were recovered in the FBI side sting operation in Minneapolis. But no arrests were made. Well, who stole them? Ugh, probably a homosexual. Happy Pride. Did you guys hear that there was these killer bees? I know, because I heard them in Griffith Park. I had to move from my picnic area. Honey, don't let the Kardashians wear those ruby slippers because they'll destroy them. They'll stretch them out. They probably want them now. Oh, oh my God, look at this poor man. Honey, is this the Beyonce beehive? They're aggressive. Happy pride. Woo! 
The Phantom Menace. Harry and Meghan play victims again with wonky claim about photo case. <laughs> the Phantom Menace. <laughs> Look at her. She's looking down and saying, you didn't do it right. I was the one chased. Prince Harry and limelight-loving wife Meghan hit a new low and yet another desperate ploy to paint themselves as victims. That's right, I'm the victim. Nobody was chasing them. Now, here's a, a, here's a classic case. Do you guys think this is true? My body, my body odor has destroyed my life. Life stings for Beatrice Shaw. She has body odor so horrendous it makes her co-workers sick. I always work hard on my personal hygiene, but when I'm stressed, I suffer from attacks of extremely smelly sweat. It soaks my clothes, giving me blinding headaches. Blinding headaches? Oh, I'm living a hell of humiliation, says 47-year-old credit company clerk. People make me feel two steps lower than garbage. Life stinks. Oh, her fed up bosses say they can smell her 33 feet away. Honey, somebody needs to get her a Febreze. People who follow me holding their noses and giggling think I couldn't see them. Honey, but they could smell you. When you're told over and over again that people are getting sick because of their smell, it's hard to maintain your self-esteem. Or a marriage. The final blow came when Beatrice ran out, of, ran out of sick leave and was told not to return until she had solved the problem. She applied for working, working men's compensation, saying her odor was a disability. <laughs> Woo! I have friends and a boyfriend who understand my problem. But other people blame me for something that isn't my fault. It's a nightmare. I blame you. I, don't, I blame you for that ugly dress. Now, here's another vintage tablet from 1991. Madonna's sick romance with Mickey Rourke. Kinky couple bait each other for kicks. Madonna and X-rated romance with Wabi and Mickey Rourke. I don't believe this story. Mickey Rourke and Madonna are in the middle of a kick of a sick, steamy, kinky, no-holds-barred romance has all of Hollywood buzzing. They don't care where they are or who might be looking. When the mood strikes them, they'll start fondling and French-kissing each other like a couple of porn stars. And on several occasions, they've sneaked away from a table at a restaurant to go to the bathroom together. It's like they're in their own little world and no one's going to tell them what to do. As a matter of fact, when a restaurant patron complained they were spoiling his supper, oh, what a fuddy-duddy. Work started to insult him and dumped a plate of pasta on him. Then he and Madonna just went back to their public lovemaking. I wish this story was true. You know what? It is true. I, he told her, I've realized you're not the kind of woman for me. You don't have the pizzazz I look for in my lovers. Oh, that's what he told Cariotis. Oh. Madonna's also made her friends that she's been used as a punching bag for Rourke's fists. Making it be quick with his hands, says the source, he gets a kick out of beating up people. And he doesn't care if they're men or women, except that he, he doesn't go all the way with women. He said sex is power, man. That means anything goes for me. The other person is a willing victim. Madonna is the first woman I've met who doesn't mind getting slapped around once in a while. Hey, I don't really hurt her or anything like that. I just tired her to the bed and, she, and, and give her a few slaps. I keep doing that while we take our clothes off. Then as she cries like a little baby, we make mad passionate love. There's nothing like it in the world. Sure, Madonna can take care of herself, but she's never tangled with a wild man like Mickey Rourke. And just like that, happy pride. Oh, I thought I would end on a really upbeat story like that. Do you guys love that? What happened to Carrie Otis, honey? That is the mystery. Where's Carrie Otis? Where is she? Where is she? Carrie was in the media not too long ago. Can't remember what it was for, but it wasn't good. That's what a trash he just wrote. 
Ugh, I miss Carrie Otis. Hey, Kevin. Kevin Aviance is in the house. It's officially Pride, y'all. Woo! Legendary Kevin, honey. Conti. Conti. Honey, we don't know where Carrie Otis is, but we know where Kevin Aviance is. Hey, boo. How's New York? Happy Pride, honey. Oh, speaking of pride, I want to give you an update on my missing gay pride husband. He was found. Well, one of my Total Trash Live viewers saw the description. Uh, the description of my missing gay pride husband was he was wearing a, um, a rainbow midriff shirt. Hey, boom. Love you, Kevin Aviance. Legendary. Happy pride. Woo. I'm just talking about my missing uh, gay husband, Reinhold. They, um, they allegedly found him. So he, they saw him wandering at trunks. Uh, he ordered a Long Island iced tea. That's Reinhold. And uh, he was wearing a rainbow midriff shirt and short shorts. And the Total Trash Live viewer grabbed him and tried to bring him, put him in the car and bring him here, tried to kidnap him with the hard pee. And he started screaming. And that's very Reinhold. So he must have amnesia and doesn't remember me. But remember, in New York Pride, Kevin Aviance, if you see a, a, a homosexual man with a midriff shirt, rainbow, and short shorts, that's my missing husband, Reinhold. Thank you, everyone out there, for looking for him. What happened to Jamie Foxx? Honey, that's the mystery. One of the trashies wants to know what happened to Jamie Foxx. Honey, they're saying that she had a stroke. I hope not. Are you going to the celebration tour? Answer when you have a chance. I know you're busy. Uh, one of the trashies wants to know if I'm going to the celebration tour. Of course I am, honey. I have three tickets. One the end of September. But before that, I'm traveling to Pittsburgh in August to see Madonna and I'm taking my father his first Madonna tour and I hope she doesn't cancel because there's a million dates and there's only and there's one new hip and a million dates and I'm going on my birthday in 2024 honey this tour is just there's so many dates that I have a feeling she's going to start canceling dates so that's why you've got to book tickets in multiple cities because all the queens this year are going to be like oh my gosh she just canceled in Cincinnati we got to get to Detroit happy pride woo He's been kidnapped by the spirit of Little Pumpkin. Thank you, Trashy. Padam, padam. Oh, Kevin Aviance, I remember when I saw you the closing night of Palladium, 1997. I'll never forget it, honey. It was everything. Deborah Cox was there. Nobody's supposed to be here, but we were. I hope her new hip doesn't give out. But, honey, she's back to being bleached blonde, and that's very important. Because I, I wasn't really enthusiastic to see her with the red hair on tour. We need blonde ambition tour, Madonna. Thank you. Uh, anyway, I just want to let you know that everything that was said on this show tonight was true. And I'm not a liar. And I'm not a bad person. The only bad thing I've ever done is once I called um, a teacher in high school up and I imitated um, a parent. named her, uh, My classmate was named Amy Hawkins and her mother was Susie Hawkins. And Susie Hawkins used to throw her daughter Amy Hawkins into the pool. Uh, the local pool and say, swim! So anyway, I called up Misty Gregorio, local t uh, my teacher. She's a little woman. She talked like this. She was a gossip. And I called her up and I acted like I was Susie Hawkins. And I said, oh, I'm, you know, my daughter lost her homework, but we're just having a really difficult time. My husband's having an affair because I knew that D. Gregorio would spread the lie. And then D. Gregorio went, what, what, what? And then I called Susie Hawkins up and acted like I was D. Gregorio. So these two people thought they had conversations with each other and it never happened. That's the only bad thing I've ever done. Happy Pride, everybody. Woo! Uh, also, Susie Hawkins, I have a story. My mother's watching this. She's not going to like it. Do you guys want to hear? A... I don't know if I should tell you this story. Should I tell you this story? 
Now, Amy, uh, Susie Hawkins won a million dollars. This was in the 90s. And she was a cashier at the local grocery store Kroger's. She wasn't a cashier. She was a, um, she worked where they sell flowers and roses. So for whatever reason, before I could drive, me and my mother would drive around town late at night and like go through drive through windows in the grocery stores. And S- Susie Hawkins had her picture up on the, um, at the Kroger. Because <laughs> that was her section where they blow up balloons and have flowers. And so my mom wrote, million dollar bitch. <laughs> on a piece of paper. And uh, she wrote, congratulations, million dollar bitch. And I took my gum and I, 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 I chewed it and stuck it to the back of the paper and st- we stuck it on, the, um, on her picture. Isn't that horrible? Why am I saying this story? Happy pride. Woo! A florist? I don't know. Maybe a florist. She also blew up balloons. What is she, a clown? Why is, I mean, what's going on at Kroger's? Anyway, what a family, what a great family we were. You know, I came from a small town where it was boring. So, you know, Kroger's was there. Anyway, mama for the win, mama for the win. Yes, Rose, million dollar, and guess who's the million dollar bitch now? I'm a million dollar bitch. I don't have a million dollars, but I'm a bitch. Happy Pride, everybody. It was so happy to see everybody. Woo! Thank you all my trashies for tuning in. Million dollar bitch. <laughs>